All right, welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. That's right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast. We are always grateful that you would join us no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We want to encourage you right now to hit that subscribe button. Please, it's so important that you hit that subscribe button. Not only do you get the latest of our podcast, but it also really helps to encourage other people. It, it puts us up in the rankings. And so if you have not hit the subscribe button, if you haven't had a chance to review us, please leave a review. We love those five-star reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. We're believing that uh, we want to hear your stories because we are encouraged by your stories. So please make sure that you do that. Right, right, right. You never know when one of your stories will, will become an episode, you know? There you go. Also, we want to encourage you to go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. There you can find more information about us and other resources that we're doing. We're giving away $100. That's right. We're giving away $100. This is going to be the last month. At the end of this month of February, we're going to declare a winner. And so we want to encourage you to go and just hashtag or I'm sorry, uh, tag me, Brian E. Wallace, on your social media and just Put up a post, put up something that highlights one of your favorite episodes, whether or not if it's just a uh, picture of it or if it's just an encouragement of it. We want to encourage you to, to put that up there. And if you tag me at Brian E. Wallace, it enters you into a chance to win $100 in celebration of our 100th episode. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're doing our last of four principles. We started off talking about four principles that will transform your relationship. And, and oftentimes... As we're in relationships, we're seeking transformation. Sometimes relationships can kind of begin to feel monotonous. They can begin to feel bogged down. And to be all honest, I mean, relationships at times can just begin to feel hard. You want to speak on that at all, man? Oh, yeah. Relationships, I mean, it's it's, relationships are work. You know, yep. I think a lot of us we get we enter into relationships and we have this fairy tale complex because you know the the movies in Hollywood painted as that, but yeah. really relationships are work. You know, you have to put the time in, you have to invest to see the greater result. You know, you just yep. can't just fly by. You know what I mean? And, and expect for things to be great. No, you got to put the work in. And here's here's the thing: just because we say work doesn't mean it has to be negative. And there's right. many things that we can do that take action that take effort. So I think that's even a better word sometimes is relationships take effort. So when we say mm-hmm. the word work, we're talking about it takes effort. And in anything, if you have a, a nice car that you enjoy, it takes effort to maintain that car. It takes effort to keep it nice and clean. If you have a, right. a house that you have and you really want to have a beautiful home, well, it takes effort to maintain that beautiful home. And right, in a similar right. way, when you have a, a beautiful marriage, it takes effort to maintain a beautiful marriage. And the difficulty that can come in is because we stop putting in that effort. We stop doing what is necessary to keep things maintained and healthy. And then as a result, we just find things pile up and things pile up. We have bitterness, we have frustrations, we have anger, we have a bunch of things. And then that's where we're like, man, God, I want a transformation. God, I want to see a difference. And so Mm -hmm. if your heart right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, I just want to see a difference in my relationship. I want to see a difference in my singleness. I want to see a difference in my, my day then these principles will bless you and these principles will help you. And that's why we're sharing them. Right, right, right. And I think it's so fitting, you know, our last, um, the last principle we have is, you know, this is, we're in the month of Valentine's Day now, you know, so, you know, all the love is in the air. It's just a perfect fit. (laughs) Right, right. So let's get to that. So our final principle to transform your relationship is put love into action. Mm -hmm. Now, what are your thoughts when you, when you, 
hear the, the 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 concept of love. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Put love into action. The first thing that comes to my mind is just doing. You know, right. oftentimes we get into relationship or marriage and we have a bunch of ideas or we can say we're going to do stuff. But there's a pretty big difference in saying and having an idea and thinking something and then doing that thing. Right. You know, so, you know, it's just just like it says, it's putting love into action It's actually, you know, making a move to do something rather than just thinking it. And, and, and that's important for us to understand as we love to we love the idea of love. And we mm-hmm. love to say we love somebody. We want to hear somebody tell us that we love, that they love us. But understanding that love is more than just a word. And it's definitely more than just a feeling. Please just pause for a moment. Just please yeah. grasp this, you know, soak it in. Love is more than a feeling. So yes, infatuation is a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, lust can be a feeling. And, you know, as we begin to have nostalgia and, and, and stimulation, those things are sometimes feelings, but love is more than those things. Love is an action. And I find it ironic that one of the most popular scriptures that are used at weddings is the first Corinthians, you know, 13 passage of love. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people fully grasp what it is saying. It's saying love is something that does. Right. Love is an action. And so I think you have that scripture. Do you mind reading that really quick? Yeah, yeah. So I got the scripture. Uh, it was First Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And it says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes yep. all things, yep. hopes all things, and endures all things. Man. And And here's the thing. If we just follow that. If you just put that principle of love into your life, you put that into your relationship, you mm-hmm. will see transformation oh, because that, that is the result of love. And so I want to encourage you, no matter what you're feeling, don't go based off of your feelings. Understand that when you say that you love somebody, when you commit to love somebody, you're committing to put love into action. And so therefore, I'm going to be patient when you're getting on my nerves. Right. And I, I feel like I'm preaching right about now, but, but you know, I'm, 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 when I feel irritated, right? When you, when you keep mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over and over again, love approaches it in a different way than sometimes anger and hostility. It, it's not to say that yeah. you don't address it. It's, but how do I address it in a loving way? How do love endures all things? So that way, when you feel like, you know what, I just want to quit. Right. You know mm-hmm. what? I'm I'm done. I'm I'm out of here. I'm I'm, I'm I, that's not love. Exactly. Love because love doesn't quit. It doesn't. Go it ahead, doesn't man. We speak on it, it, man. Go it ahead. endure. It endures through all things. You know the greatest thing about this scripture to me, and the greatest thing about the Bible. A lot of people, oftentimes, people look at the Bible as just a set of rules. You know, right. right. But in all actuality. The Bible is a set of tools. When you look at this scripture, it's giving us a roadmap of really laying the groundwork of how our relationship should go. You know, love is patient and kind. You know what I mean? Taking that time to, you know, be patient with someone or somebody snapping at you or, you know, comes with you with the wrong kind of temperament. You're you're still in that kind mode. It doesn't envy or boast. It's, It's just really giving us a roadmap. It's giving us the playbook. You know what I mean? It's giving us a playbook to score, to get into the end zone, to continue to keep this relationship rolling the way it should be. Right. Man, that's so good. And and it helps us to understand and and grasp that love is something that you can do regardless. Mm -hmm. And you can can put whatever you want at the end of that. 
But love is something you could do regardless of what other people are doing. And so often we spend so much time within relationships focusing on what other people aren't doing or what Mm -hmm. other people are doing. And we're putting effort into things that we cannot control. I'll say that one more time. So often with inside of relationships or in singleness or whatever you want to call it, we put more of our energy in things that we cannot control versus the things that we can control. And that's why we feel overwhelmed. That's why we feel anxious. That's why we're troubled is because you cannot put your effort into things that you cannot control, but rather put your effort into things you can control. Yeah, right. And what you can control in your marriage right now. What you can control in your dating life right now, I want to emphasize right now, is love Mm -hmm. and your choice of how you're going to choose to love. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think oftentimes, too, we get in kind of we get in trouble mm-hmm. with, um, you know, looking at social media, just just like you were saying, looking at social media and like <laughs> looking at other relationships and yep. marriages and things of that nature. Sometimes we will look at our own marriage and then see another marriage and say, oh, you know, maybe we maybe we don't have love because, you know, they're going on trips or, you know, they got this giant house and they got X, Y and Z. And, you know, that's love or whatnot. But where we get mixed up is we look at other people like that and say that that's goals. But it's really not goals because really at the bottom of it all, they just have stuff that you don't have. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, love is what's important. Right. You have the right now. Yeah, I mean, you have to right now to make the best possible day out of what you have in your marriage right now. You have an extensive amount of love to give, of kindness to show, of patience to show. Yeah, I mean, that trumps money and traveling and and having a big house. That trumps all of that, because if you have a great marriage, you know, what is what is having a what is having a big home if you don't have a big marriage? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. So that that trumps all of that stuff. And it, and it goes back to what we started off with, the very first principle. And I know when we probably said that first principle, people were like, you know, purpose and, and understanding your why and your what, what does that have to do with relationships? It's because mm-hmm. every principle that we've talked about has a root, it has a foundation, and that root is Christ. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who is connected to me shall bear much fruit. Right. Well, if you're uh, trying to understand why is our relationship not bearing fruit is you need to look and see where your connection is. Mm. Why am I struggling to show love? Why am I struggling to to put love into action? Well, look at your look at your root. Look look what you're connected to. That's good. And if we're disconnected from our life source, then our actions are going to struggle. Our actions are going to begin to wane. That's real good. Like, let me break it down for the millennials. You know <laughs> I do it, I mean? do it, do it. Uh, um, you know, oftentimes when you're in a bad when you're in a bad area, your your cell phone doesn't have that good service, right? So you're looking for the Wi spot, the the Wi Fi spot. You know right, what I mean? right, right, right. But if you're not connected to the Wi Fi, you ain't able to do much on your phone. Right. You know what I mean? So you got to find that search. You got to get connected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. For you to be able to go home and do your task. But that's good. That's really no, no, good. No, no. What's funny about that is literally we will start walking around searching for <laughs> the better connection. Yeah. Like where, where's the better connection? Man, we got, we got to move. We got, we got to do something. Right. We got to do something. And, and why aren't we doing the same thing when it comes to mm. our actions of love and, and, and the ability to show mercy and the ability to do, do active listening is we got to move around and make sure we got that better connection. Exactly. Exactly. So and see, I, that's, 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, uh, and I think we're probably going to the same place, but I was just going to say, you know, even to think of just active listening and showing mercy, you know, oftentimes people look at love and, you know, they think those things like, how oh, well, those are, you know, those are things that I can do, but, you know, I thought showing love was like, you know, actually doing stuff like, you know, buying gifts and, and X, Y, mm, and Z. Mm, mm, mm. You yep. know, active listening and, and showing love and showing mercy is, you know, they're all in the same boat. Right. Well, and let's let's build on it. Because as I begin to show mercy, it puts me in the right place to show active love. Because by me showing mercy, I'm actually showing love. I'm mm-hmm. putting love into action. But right. then by me listening. So here it is. It, it's difficult for me to listen when I'm just holding something against somebody. That's why that mercy portion is so important. Yeah. So here it is. I, I'm not holding something against them, but I'm really trying to show compassion. I'm really trying to understand. And now I'm applying active listening. And as I begin to apply active listening, now I better understand how and what's more effective ways that I can show love in a way that you receive it. Right. And and that's one of the things that we have to understand about love is 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 love is understanding how that person can best receive love. Because mm-hmm. if the way that I'm giving love is in a way that they don't see it and receive it as love, then it's not accomplishing its full goal. Right, right, right. Right, that's good. Part of this love action is beginning to understand, okay, I know that these are the things that I like to see when it comes to love. And so maybe it is that you just want somebody, and you could go through the love languages, you do want somebody to, to give you quality time, but maybe the way that they receive love and what really helps them to feel love is that you just begin to give them words of affirmation. They just want to hear, thank you. They just want to hear, man, I, I love what you're doing you know, right. here in these areas. They just want to hear your encouragement, but you don't ever give it. And see, what you what you said, it brings up um, another scripture for me, which is in Philippians 2.4, and it says, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interest of others. You know, yeah. oftentimes in relationships, and especially marriage, it's hard, you know, when you've been by yourself for so long, and you only mm. had to think about you, mm. you know, now you've moved into a position mm. where you have another person to think about. You have another person's interest that you have to think about. And it's so great, you know, even speaking about love languages, man, you have to figure out your spouse's love language to be able to better communicate with them how they like to be communicated to. Uh, you know, that, and that's that's just a great thing. Uh, I, I remember reading another article and it was talking about, you know, being your spouse's loudest supporter. You know, oftentimes, Hmm, you know, oftentimes our spouses can be going through things, whether it's at work or in school or or something like that. And really, just like you said, all they're looking for is just a hand on their back. Somebody just pushing them forward saying, you can do it. Or, man, I'm proud of you. Or, you know, you keep going. You know, just that that might seem little for some people. But, man, that is a world to another person. Well, and it's so hard when when, as you begin to talk about that, when we get enough can I, can I keep it playing? We get enough crap from the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we get enough of that from work. We get enough of that from other people. We get enough of that from just all these outside forces. So when you come home, you know, when, when you when you when you have that person that you're trying to connect with, whether or not even if it if 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 it's somebody that you're dating, you're not necessarily living together. When you when you do connect with that person that is supposed to that you're growing this oneness with, or you're already in this oneness of marriage then you do want that support. And it's hard when you don't get that from that person. Yeah. When you when you begin to get the same thing that you're getting at work, well, well why is it this and why is it that? And that that's hard. 
Mm-hmm. That makes it really difficult. And 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 that's where we have to be mindful is, is even if I have a grievance, how can I say this in love? Love also looks for the right time. Love is, is, oh, is yeah, considerate, you know, and, and so we're, we're always thinking as far as what is that person's need and we're building on compassion, we're building on active listening and we're putting love into action. Oh yeah, that's real good. Now real I want to build on something that you talked about as far as this natural tendency of selfishness mm-hmm. and you hit it on the the head when you said that because part of us putting love into action is really growing and and really learning and allowing the Holy Spirit, allowing God, saying, God, help me to begin to say less of me and more of you. Help me to make sacrifices because we do start out extremely selfish. And most of our love is more of an even though type of love. It's, Mm -hmm. no, I'm sorry, I take that back. It's a because love. Mm -hmm. And, And let's go back to the very beginning of most relationships. Normally, there's an exchanging of numbers. There's 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 a desire to to even pick up that phone and begin to talk to that person or to begin to text that person, is because they did something for you. Mm-hmm. And I want people to really catch this. It's yeah. because you thought they were cute. It was because you thought they were kind. It was because whatever that because is, is because they were doing something for you. Yeah, And many times we continue to operate in relationships as it continues to develop in a because type of love. Well, I'm going to speak to you because, you know, you're giving me money. I'm going to speak to you because you're being patient with me because this or because that. But relationships cannot thrive, nor can they grow with a because type of love, but rather has to be an even though type of love. That's good. That's and good. that's where love into action, that's where godly love comes into play. Even though you're getting on my nerves, I still love you. Mm-hmm. Even though you're looking crazy in the morning, <laughs> I still love you, right? right. You know, right, even, right. even though whatever it might be, I still love you. And, and that's what we want to build toward. That's what we want to strive towards. We want to have an even though type of love. Right. You know, just speaking of that sacrifice, even when you get practical with it, like, Yep. You know, let's let's just keep it real for marriages. Come on. You know, sometimes sometimes we'll get home and be like, oh, man, you know, my wife cleaned the upstairs. So, you know, what? since she cleaned the upstairs, I'm going to clean the downstairs. Right. Yeah. But that's that be, you know, I'm going to do this because you did that. Right. You know, but we need to get in the sacrifice, the, the sacrificial realm of coming home. You know, I've had a long day at work. I know my wife has had a long day at work, but I got home before her. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and clean this whole house up so when she comes in, everything's spick and span for her. She doesn't have to worry about anything. And I'm doing that even though I had a rough day. Even though I know you had a rough day, (laughs) I want to make sure you feel loved and you feel secure. Right. Well, it comes down to this. And catch this. Love is not bartering. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not trying to figure out how we're going to exchange things yeah, with it. and you're going right. to do for me. Okay, well, is, 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 is this equal? And you're constantly looking, am I getting equal value here? That is, that's not love. We're not bartering. Right. We're, not, we're not trying to negotiate back and forth. No. Love is something we do regardless of what somebody else does. Right. That's good. And too often we're looking at what other people are doing and then we're going to determine how much we're going to love based off of that. That's good. That's good stuff. Well, man, do you have any... Uh, we actually mentioned quite a few practical ways you can apply this, but did you have any last mm-hmm. ways that people can maybe go home and begin to apply this, putting love into action? Um, I would just say my last thing 
is to in, in this practice, you know, most of us, we all get into the monotony of just like going through our day to days. I wake up, go to work, come home, wake up, go to work, come home. Yeah. You know, and sometimes family life and your marriage life, they get entangled in that and it kind of kind of fades away. Yeah. So my practical um, application is to set up, start to set up date nights for yourself. Mm. Oftentimes, especially like when you're married and you have kids. You know, you're not dating each other like, you know, how it used to be when you first got each other. Like you said, when you was first getting that number, oh, we're going we gonna to meet up next week, too. You know, we kind of stopped that because we get into the lifestyle of just waking up, going to work and coming home. So, you know, in advance, just set up date nights. Go ahead and find a sitter. You know, that might be that might be grandma or, yep. or whoever it could be. You know, what I mean, send the kids off on a Saturday night so you and your wife or you and your husband can go out and have a date. And actually, you know, return back to that, man, this is how I felt when we first got together, you know, where we just stay out all night or stay up all night talking to each other. You know, you got to continue to do that and continue to practice that because that's actually love in action. There you go. There you go. And I want to build on that. And I feel like the Holy Spirit just kind of gave me something. Mm -hmm. And and I want to challenge our listeners to, I'm going to give us the put love in action challenge. Okay. And so this is a challenge where I want to, you know, we have all the different challenges that people want to yeah. do when it comes to social media. So this is this is the put love in action challenge. And I want you to sit down and I want you to think through just like you would plan your week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we struggle to obtain goals and to, to see things manifest in our lives is because we don't plan. Right. And so you got to have vision. And so when it comes to love and when it comes to seeing your relationship transformed, I want you to to have vision. I want you to think out. And so I want you to think out for an entire week. And so for seven days, and I want you to write down how you're going to show love for the next seven days in different ways. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I want you to make it a priority that is something that you do more toward the beginning versus toward the end. Right. And I want meaning the end, meaning the beginning of your day. Mm-hmm. See, when something is important, you want to make sure you're trying to do that first. And too right. often we put things off to the very end. And so therefore, so you, so so here's a challenge. You're, you're planning seven days out and you're going to have different ways each and every day that you're going to put love into action into your marriage or into your relationship. And now here's the caveat. You're going to do this regardless of what they do or how they respond. Mm -hmm. But I'm believing because God's word is true. As you consistently put love into action every single day for seven days in a row, I'm believing that you're going to see something positive manifest from that at the end of the week. At the end of them seven days, you're going to see something. And here's the thing. Don't wait till uh, Monday to start this. You can start it to tomorrow. So it doesn't have to necessarily right. start at the beginning of the week, just seven days. And, and so whenever you listen to this, whatever day that you, if it, you listen to this on a Wednesday, then start it Thursday. If you listen to this on a Friday, then start it Saturday. But the thing is, is that let that be a challenge. And I want to hear, I just want to hear the testimonies. I want to hear what God did as you began to say, okay, I'm just going to put love into action. Now, there, there's one more caveat, and I'll, I'll kind of finish with this, mm-hmm. is the enemy's busy. And the, the scripture tells us that the enemy walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Don't spoil the love that you're putting into action 
by stepping into your flesh sometime during that week. Mm. Because it, it, mm-hmm. it negates what you just did. You got to be careful about that. And so I'll give an example. So as I put love into action, I did something very specific because I've been listening. I know, I understand maybe what this person needs. And so you you put into action something that you know will really just, they'll appreciate and is really important to them. Now, whether or not that's patient, whether or not that's just spending time, whatever it might be, but you begin to do that. And then after you do that, Something happens, and then you curse him or her out. Mm-hmm. They, whatever you just did, you know, the, the day before. It's deleted. It's, you know, it just messed it all <laughs> up. And, race, and, and so right. you almost have to start your seven days all over again. And, and so be consistent. That's where you got to be like, Lord, whatever it is, just, just help me to just trust in you. Help me to trust in you. So, so that's my challenge. What do you think about that, Keontae? That's a good challenge. Uh, yeah, it's a good practice. And then we want to hear from you. So please, whether or not if it's going to the website and just uh, emailing us or if it's putting up on a review and just say, I did the love challenge or or actually even better yet, you can actually win $100. So if you put it on uh, your social media, right, and tag mm-hmm. me at Brian E. Wallace and you just share your experience of the love challenge, then you have a chance to win $100 too and we get to hear your testimony. Right. Can't beat that. That's a win-win. That's a win-win. All right, man. You want to close us in prayer? Oh, yeah, I do it. Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We just thank you for this topic, Father, of just putting love into action, Lord. We know that you sent your son down here, Father, um, to just to to die for our sins, Father. Mm. And that was the greatest act of putting love in action, Lord. And Father, we ask that you just um, allow us to just practice this in our relationships, Lord, yes. in our singleness, Lord, in our dating, in our marriages, Father, to just put love in action, Father, to know that, you know, we can show mercy, that we can be patient, that we don't have to be resentful, but in fact, we can do the total opposite, Lord, and just to make someone feel loved, Lord, to make someone feel comfortable, to show them that they are loved, that they are that they are well thought of, Lord, and, 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 and that we're here. We're here for them. And we're here to stay because we just want to continue to put this love in action to continue to further these relationships, Father. So I just ask that you just bless all the listeners of this podcast, Father. Continue to just allow us to, to just come on here every day, Father, and just give guidance, Lord, and give wisdom, Lord, um, from our experiences, Father, and just, Lord, what you've given to us, Father. So we just thank you, Lord. And this in your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. You'll see me if the Lord ain't going, then I'm not going. Let us be best minded with the mind of Christ. Let us love one another as you will love I. You need me just as much as I need you because a body can't function when a body's been too. So I'm up to downs, let love abound, whether it's good or bad. My family can't be fam. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. In the house, come on. This is what you come for. Stand up. Put your hands up. Coast, it doesn't matter to me. Up north, down south, we're all family uh, around the world.